0: And welcome, Commanders, to episode 211 of Lave Radio, the show that talks about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Ben Moss-Woodward, otherwise known as Commander Edelweiss, and joining me in the Orange Sidewinder of Fondleness, we have Grant Psycho-Cow-Woolcott. Did you say the
1: the Orange Sidewinder of Fondleness? I did. (laughs) Okay, just, just, just making sure So. (laughs) <laughs> um, we've
0: also how got an arrow and side but
2: I'll
3: find I'll show you. No, thank you.
0: <laughs> we've also got Shan. Hi, Shan. Hello. And also, I think finally, holding up the rear, we've got Commander Kurgle.
2: Hey, I'm not touching nobody's rear. Good evening.
0: Good evening. So, yeah, how you doing, guys? It's It's
1: been a busy one. <laughs> Sorry, you didn't direct that at anybody, so we didn't know. I'm just going to rearrange... Yeah, that was a general one. Yeah, I'm going to rearrange the feeds because I realise that I'm capturing in a different codec now and it will normally appear as black. Mm. So if you guys are watching the stream, we are... Well, I'm on my way to Lave on the PlayStation 4. So if you're outside okay. Lave in the PlayStation 4, you can see us there. But if you, mm. yeah, if you want to care about, well, I just readjust things and put things in the right places, then... okay, be, okay. This
0: this yeah. is this is episode
1: 211. spin's
0: going on about 213 or something.
1: He lives in the future. The man's got a pulse. You know,
0: he's,
3: look, he's got a pulse, obviously. <laughs> Wetherspoon, well, can you tell us the lottery numbers, please?
0: I'm not going to go there. That would be wrong. Um... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After last yeah. week, you just
1: watch your mouth.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. Um... So, anyway, so yeah, you're coming to Lave. I'm at Lave. Kurgle, are you at Lave? Yes.
2: I am at Lave.
0: Kurgle's at Lave. Uh, we're actually. Oh, we've got a few folks at Lave. We've got Arkenburst and Miggles and uh, Darthful are also all at Lave as well. Hi, guys. Uh, we're just outside of Lave Station. And we are. We're battening down the hatches a little bit at Lave Station because we are under a pending civil war. Um, that's right, those dastardly alliance are. Fighting tooth and nail to get lave back and make it all green again, uh, but we want we want a yellow lave, or so I've heard. Or oh, we do because we're biased. Uh, but if if you if you want a green lave, you can have a green lave.
2: I mean, technically, it is still green.
0: Is it? I mean, it's it's. I mean, looking at it, it's kind of green. It's kind of yellow. It's not like the red or a blue. Definitely not them.
2: I am vastly disappointed the whole station is not just orange.
0: Well, I have to admit, when we first got control of Lave Station, I did ask Frontier to paint it orange for us, and they just kind of looked at me aghast, basically.
2: Maybe Um, that's what the big announcement for the next paid expansion is going to be. It's going to be Space Legs, but like Red Dwarf, just with you get a paintbrush, and you get to paint the station red.
0: And that is all you can do.
2: That's it. It's going to take you fifty years. We want it orange, please, Ben.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be an awesome community goal, wouldn't it? <laughs> you know, community goal. Get out there with a the paintbrush and turn it all orange. If you can turn
3: it orange before the the time, <laughs> before the week finishes. If you get a penalty, then say, if you get actually, actually, what you could do, you could have competing community goals. You have yeah. one side oh, one
0: that,
1: side, would a green.
0: <laughs> and whoever paints the boat. <laughs> oh, that would be absolutely hilarious! Think the, don't you think that everybody would start drawing willies all over our station?
2: Given the BGS uh, like difficulties in Lave have drawn out for so long, I think that's the only fair way for Frontier to resolve the situation is give us paintbrushes A, and a CG green, to paint it. <laughs> green and orange paint. Let's go.
0: I, I, I would, I would actually be totally utterly up for this. I think that's an awesome idea. Um. But, you know, unfortunately, we don't have that at the moment. So what people can go and do if they want to help us help Lave Radio Network retain control of the Lave system and keep it yellow and independent for everybody. um, We need people basically to go off and hand in data at Lave Station or Warrenus or even Castlan. If you like going all the way out there, you know, you can do that, too. Um, we've, also got, we've also got these pirate uh, USS pirate activity threat sevens and threat fives. So if Pew Pew's more your thing, go out and do some p- bounty hunting and make sure that your bounties get handed into Lave Radio Network. Then that will help us out as well. Um, but obviously, other factions exist as well. And if you really have to, or you really don't want us to have our own system, then you know you can help the Alliance and do other things too. <laughs>
1: Uh, anyway, Cao, what have you been up to? Do you me, have a bathroom uh, update. Me, I no. Never mind that. I I I today um, hit my personal best walking.
2: Hey, welcome!
3: Well, you made it to the stairs.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> managed to get out of my chair and do a walk. No, no. Actually, I was <clears throat> it's annoying. I managed to get uh, a mile in sixteen minutes and three seconds, which is probably the fastest one since I started with my uh, foot problems. So it's. The last two days, uh, I took last week off walking, I gave it a whole week to recover. Um, Simon, who my brother had problems with his feet, so it just seemed, well, let's take a week off. Um, And we did it on soup week, so we had really reduced our calories to try and avoid undoing any work. And then this week we started walking again, and I was chuffed today to get... And yesterday I managed to get a really good pace, keep it going for the entirety of my walk. And... um, Yeah, what a sweat, you know, really broke a sweat, and when I got back here, it was just fantastic, and then, yeah, 16 minutes and 3 seconds is my best uh, since this restart, and yeah, I'm hoping to continue to keep pushing that down, so that was awesome. Tomorrow, we cut tiles for the bathroom floor, which means on Thursday, the adhesive goes down on the floor, and we do... About three quarters of the floor. The reason we only do three quarters of the floor is the other quarter is at a slant for drainage. So we're doing the top flat piece first and then we are going to do the slope, at which point the floor will be done and then we'll be ready to start on the wall. And the wall is going to be a freaking nightmare. Um, I was going to get a photograph. You want a live stream of the adhesive Queen down, Lennon? When you said the, uh, you're putting the floor tiles
3: down, you can only put uh, three-quarters of them down, I, I had a picture of you, like, um, forgetting where the door was and, like, having wet tiles and you surrounded in the corner where you'd have to, like, spend the next 12 hours while you waited for the Tiles to dry, you know, like you see in the where they paint the floor, and all they've got is a little little stretch of unpainted stuff that they have to wait for.
1: It was going to be a possibly it could end up like that. There was a problem, um, but we we have since worked out what we're going to do. So um, it's going to be awesome. It's quite exciting to be at this stage because the wall the wall tiles are relatively straightforward. It is just going to be a boring, probably a couple of days um, on the wall tiles we've given that there's 3,000 of the wee bastards to put up <laughs> so Did are you going to live
3: a... stream <laughs> I, I tell you, are you going to live stream the tiles drawing then so we can all
1: watch that would be really interesting you know what, I might I might just ring, uh, run a big USB extension throughout the house and put a webcam in there for the tile cam I oh, really shit. think you need to do that ah, balls what well, you done, have you died again already no, I just crashed into a star ah yeah, they're a bit hot. Why doesn't your fuel scoop work when you crash into a star? I don't know. Anyway, yes, yeah, so there's that. Uh, uh, be- other than be- because that, because reasons, it's still Christmas in the Wilcott House. It's still very maddening. What you got your Christmas tree up or something or? No, right. Okay, so it's um, one, of <laughs> one of these bizarre situations, right, where uh, Susie needs to work. And mm. it it comes down to uh, a very uh, specific case of um, it's Christmas images that she's got to work on. Ah, uh, okay. And uh, yeah, that that has really become a, a a real pain in her neck. Hopefully, not literally. Well, no, she's got pain in her shoulder, but that's a different thing altogether as well. But we're getting there. It's going. It's going great you are you drifting backwards?
0: Yes, you are. Uh, so, anyway, Kurgle, what about you? Have well, you been up to anything? Are you alive over there, Kurgle?
2: Yeah, I'm alive. Sorry, I've, mute, I've muted myself like an idiot. Um, ah. I've just finished a couple of weeks off from work, so I've been dealing with the mad, mad rush of several hundred emails waiting for me to deal with when I got back to work. Um so that's been pretty mental i've been continuing to play my friend's game hinterlands which is a lot of fun and i've been enjoying reliving my youth playing a bit of star wars galaxies while i'm collecting exploration data uh and like we might come to that a bit later because i think we're going to do a retro live on star wars galaxies in the future and we might be doing a bit of an intro session on our twitch stream later on this week just to see if people want to come and join us yeah
0: absolutely i've I was right interested in Star Wars Galaxies when it first came out back in, what, 2001, 2002, something like that?
2: It's yeah, it's probably my second favourite MMO. Um, mm. I I played it a lot when it was out, um, yeah. right up till they killed it. Um, so it's, yeah, it's been a lot of fun revisiting it. Also, even though lots of stuff in the game is still amazing, it is like a 20-year-old game, so it's also dreadful, if mm. you know what I mean. <laughs>
0: I have to admit, I mean, I actually, I played the game that they replaced Star Wars Galaxies with, which was a totally not totally least separate and different, and, I mean, they just, they weren't competing games whatsoever, but... Was that Star Duke's Wars Star Star Star? Star. Somebody, <laughs> No, it was um, uh, Star Wars Old Republic. Uh, so, the, the Bioware one, which is still yeah. going, and still free to play.
1: I know um, got, like, Alien is asking, uh, you know, how it's still possible to play Star Wars Galaxies because she's apparently just picked it up a few months ago. Or okay, month ago. well,
2: if you you basically just need a set of installation CDs, and there is a whole community of developers that have written a server emulator, and they run a Star Wars Galaxies pre-combat upgrade server. And it is about ninety-five percent done. They haven't implemented the jump to light speed stuff, which is the in space. They finished putting all the Jedi stuff in so you can unlock Jedi characters and do all of that junk. Okay.
0: I thought people um, didn't like the Jedi
2: stuff. The So a bit of a tangent, but that the game balance was a bit disturbed by the entries of Jedi and mm. Some of the Amy servers have policies that actually stop a lot of the rot that came in from the live server. You could just have every character on your account if you ground them out, which was like a horrific grind that makes anything in Elite look pedestrian by comparison. It, it You could just go do that on all your characters if you wanted, and they were really unstoppable forces. Um, but a lot of that, by the time the game closed down, they'd, they'd already fixed a lot of those problems. Um,
4: okay.
2: So, yeah. Uh, Um, Bizarrely, the thing that's interesting about Star Wars Galaxies the most is not anything of the Star Wars content in it, if that makes any sense. It just happens to have been a Star Wars franchise. Um, But yeah, we'll cover that more later in the week. Uh, If you're interested in that, or you want to know more about Star Wars Galaxies, come pester me in the low radio Discord. I will wax lyrical about it for hours, and I will tell anyone that wants to know how to get the emulator up and running.
0: From what I know about Star Wars Galaxies... It's the kind of game that if you want to be the bestest nerf herder in the galaxy, that's the game for you. Whereas if you want to run, run around shooting people and doing quests and stuff like that, maybe you're better But going with Star Wars uh, The Old Republic, yeah?
2: I mean, if you imagine a Star Wars-based Warcraft-like MMO, where there are no quests given to you by people, all of the missions are taken from a mission terminal, just like they are in Elite Dangerous. You spin the mission terminal, it gives you a bunch of missions, you don't like them, you spin it again. There's loads of combat in it, you can do fighting and stuff, but that wasn't really the focus of the game. PvP combat was more the focus of the combat side of the game. Okay. Um, I mean, really, any character, even an artisan character or a crafter or an entertainer or whatever, could take one combat profession and could pretty much beat any mob in the game. Uh, so, like, yeah, there isn't a big barrier to entry on the combat side. It is a very complex game, though, and there's a lot of um, there's a lot of simulation going on in the background. And if you don't understand it, it can be very overwhelming. I mean, again, it's a lot of parallels with Elite. There's a lot of depth to it to understand and get your head around.
0: I, th- I think a lot of people would argue that there isn't a lot of depth to Elite, even though I don't agree with them.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, depth in the same way that, like, Microsoft Flight Sim has depth, in that you can't just fly an aeroplane by waggling your joystick. You kind of need okay. to know how an aeroplane works. And that's the same with Elite. You kind of need to know what all the buttons do and what the functions of your ship are. And it's the same in Star Wars. You can't just click a button and be like, yeah, I'm a superhero now. You actually, even with a well-rounded character, you needed to understand how the game worked to be able to do anything useful.
0: I see. Well, anyway, yeah, we'll be, we'll be doing some some of
3: that later in the week anyway. So, Shan, how's your week been, mate? It's been pretty good, actually. Um, usual work shenanigans. Um, I, too, broke a personal best on my tackling this week. Um, so I was mm-hmm. pretty pretty pleased. Um, This is on your bike that weighs about
0: half a a pound or something.
3: Yeah, my seven and a bit kilo bike, yeah. So I'm pretty pleased with that. Um, My my Garmin and my power meter and stuff like that told me my VO2 max is uh, very good, which is useful. Um, So yeah, it's it's all going well. Even had some nice weather, and so I haven't yet had to uh, look out the window, see the rain, and decide do I go out or not. Um, so that's always a bonus. But in in game, I've made my way to the, uh, Genosis. So I'm due to leave there on Thursday, I think it is. And so I should be... Yeah, it's Thursday, they're heading off. So I should be scooting around there, waiting to see what happens,
2: if anything. Um, Have you strapped all your AX weaponry on and all your Guardian swizz? Well, what I've actually done is I've actually, um... Because I've brought an
3: Alaconda, I've, I've just shipped across modules to it. So I can choose what I bring and what I don't bring. Nice. Lovely. So rather than having ships there, I can I just ship modules out. And because it's quite close, it's only four hours away to get them. So you just recall them, go to sleep, and they're there in the morning.
2: Oh, that is pretty cool, yeah. Yeah. Um... I did see online somewhere people were theorizing that there's only going to be like three or four different systems accessible once the Gnosis arrives in permit locked space.
3: Oh, the, other, the other thing is, is, it didn't used to be permit locked. So the question is, how many systems would have been claimed already before the permits went in?
2: Oh, yeah, I'm sure maybe if uh, maybe all of them in the region we can get to will be, um, will be scanned already.
0: I mean, do we have any theories as to what's going to be there when the Gnosis arrives? I mean, do you think it's just going to be, and his four empty systems, or are we expecting something at least?
2: I I don't know wh- where I saw this, but I'm sure there is buzz that, like, the there's Thargoid activity in that sector already. Uh, like,
3: loads Gal-Net, of it. Galnet said the Eagle Eye, wasn't it, picked up That's a whole right.
2: load of stuff. Yeah, so I'm just thinking it's going to be swarming with goids, basically.
3: But only after
2: quarter four.
0: So when you're there, it's going to be okay, but after... So so just now it's going to be empty, and then they're going to show up after you've left.
3: In quarter four, yeah. The, mm. um, the fire goids have been postponed now to quarter <laughs> four. <laughs> if they're coming at all. Sorry, that was a bit naughty, wasn't it?
0: Are we? Are we, are we going for low-hanging fruit already, are we?
3: Well, we've got some deep and meaningful stuff to talk about, so we might as well start off trivial.
0: No, that's fair enough. So, so, uh, so what have I been up to? I think most of my things have been... I've been in arguments or discussions with Amazon, basically, because my, my chair broke, and I was basically co- constantly falling off my chair because two of my wheels kept falling out, and that was very frustrating. Um, got in touch with Amazon. Amazon told me, yeah, we'll send you another... We'll send." We can't get the part out for you to replace your chair, even though it's under warranty. So give us your chair back and we'll give you the money back for it. Thank you very much. Um, And we're really sorry. So I was like, okay, fine, do that. Um, Get told, homies will come and collect your chair on Monday. I wait in all day Monday and there's no sign of the couriers. Um, I then get in touch with Amazon and say, dudes, where's the courier? And Amazon said, we're really sorry. We'll send one out again later. Um, can we offer you a fiver as a, as a means of... Well, I actually had to say, you know, dude, you're taking the mickey. And they said, we'll give you a fiver for it, and I laughed in the guy's face, which he, he kind of had it coming, to be honest. <laughs> it's just, seriously, five pounds to waste my day? It's just, no. Um, apart from that, all I've really been doing, I've been out in the uh, black for,
1: for happen, a bit. I happen to know mm-hmm. that, you know, under normal circumstances, you'd probably do anything for a fiver. Only with certain people. Oh, right. Well, I've had very similar problems with Amazon and couriers to the point where I no longer pick that option because it never works. Mm.
0: Yeah, I think in hindsight, I don't know if it was an option, but if I could have gone off and said, let me post it myself and give me the money, I'd have done that, but ho oh, on. Uh, I was, yeah, the Hermes, it was absolutely atrocious. And their tracking system was basically, if you're an Amazon customer, we're sorry, we can't help you. So I was like, really, that that just doesn't help at all. Which is why I wound up shouting at Amazon to try to find out where their career was. Oh. I mean, I, I have to admit, sorry, I'm... Um, Botherspoon's saying that Amazon doesn't care about f- getting faulty goods back and they just send out a replacement. And yeah, that was kind of the point. But I have a feeling I'm basically returning my dead chair for it to be thrown on a skip over at Amazon HQ. In which case then, why don't they just say, you know what? Don't bother sending out the chair. Just throw it on the skip yourself. Whatever. We don't care. And we'll give you your money back. Um, but apparently they want me to send it back to them for whatever reason, so, meh. As long as they get me the money back, I don't really care.
3: Well, they're worth a trillion dollars now, so I'm sure a, a little chair isn't going to hurt them too much. Oh,
0: it's not exactly a big deal, I know. Um, uh, it's, oh, it's money I could use because I've gone off and already bought my replacement chair. Um... Because I need something I can sit on, so I can be here and do the show. Unless I want to be standing up for, like, a sp- all a the time. Spike. A spike. I, only on Saturday nights. Only on Saturday nights, right? Um, is there anything we're wanting to cover in the general shape before we actually get into anything? Uh, well, there's some development news, isn't there? Uh, we've got the the engineers in Colonia. Do you, want, do you want to go and tell us about that, then, Shan, Seeing as you said it. I need to go read the article now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you read the article if you want. There's Frontier running a contest in Colonia, and you can win loads of stuff. And Shan's going to tell us about it when
3: he's actually on the show notes page. I was, I just haven't. Don't really worry about stuff going on in Colonia.
0: No, um, I um, I have. To. I, I I want to uh, go out to Colonia again because it is a very pretty place.
2: It is basically take a screenshot of you near an engineer's base and the best one gets prizes
0: how do they determine the best is it not just a random one
2: i guess it's someone at frontier pics
3: are you getting a little bit kind of weary of the take a screenshot contest because the last few set of contests have been it's a very easy one for them to go off and do (coughs) so i guess i don't really care from that perspective um and screenshots are always pretty. I mean they should do something like um have the best limerick about an engineer or something like that, you know.
2: As a non like screenshot of person particularly, I it doesn't appeal to me, but I know that there's like a whole discord group of people that absolutely obsess over taking screenshots. Oh, there's, there's several. So like it costs them nothing, and it doesn't hurt me. I'm totally all for Frontier giving prizes out for people that take beautiful screenshots of their game. That just seems sensible.
0: So on that note, I'll give a shout-out to both Galphoto, who I think is the Discord group you're on about.
2: Yeah, Galphoto. And,
0: and to... Right, let's see if I... I'm going the acronym off, off by memory. SPVFA, I think it is, who is the group that Sagittarius I uses. Let's see if I've got the name right yes s p v f a um nice. and they they take i mean they both of the both groups take absolutely freaking amazing photos and just mean, like so the, much better than i can do it's ridiculous
2: the gal i group one of the things that super impressed me about that is they have a whole channel that's just dedicated to if you're new here and you want to know how to take better screenshots, here's a load of things you can bear in mind when you're lining your shot up that will help him make it look beautiful. And okay. that's great for someone like me that's a complete dunce, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. there's a glowy thing in the background, you know.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right, we I've done it. And talking about that, I'm just trying to... Right, let's go for the th- get the three-quarter shot and F10. There we go. So, I don't know if that's going to be any good, but that that if that's a n- nice photo, it's going to be a photo of myself, and I think it's Commander Miggles who's looking very. He's work looking purple and throbby, it, to be Miggles, honest.
1: Miggles, work it,
0: that's it. Give us a wiggle, <laughs> Miggles. He, he's purple and throbbing, Grant, and I think I've got Andromeda and Lave Station in the background.
1: Oh, well, you've got a couple of re-ships in the background and shadows as well. Um, it's I do, yeah.
2: Muscle, yeah. I'm checking out the Galnet ads.
0: I've not looked at the new... Ga- yeah, it's nice to know that we've got the new... Um, with the new patch, we've got the new ads from that um, competition in-game. Talking about screenshot competitions.
2: Yep. I mean, like, that's another nice... I know people gave Frontier grief for that. I really like it when community get assets into the game.
1: Why would anyone give Frontier grief over that? I don't, don't, it. don't just by having normal players mean that you've got community... A- oh, no, sorry, it's not assets... <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not that. Right. Okay. So
0: there are rules attached to it, um, and the end date for the competition for this hype. Oh, you you can win shiny stuff. Actually, you can win a, a HyperX headset and mouse mat, and in-game shiny things basically. Uh, and the competition ends on the 28th of September at 4 p.m. British Summer Time. Um, have we missed anything there, Shan?
3: Uh, I think so. The, no. the post is on the is on the forum, so the link will be in the show notes. Yeah. Oh, should we Should we talk about the newsletter and then
0: go in then go for an advert break? I think so. Grant. Yeah. Can I request some pink custard during the advert break, please? it's not. I've not heard that song for so long. It's not really an advert, but yeah, we can do that. I've not heard it for so long. I I miss me some pink custard. Mm. and for anyone else who's got to listen to it I will apologise now it's hardly selling. it it's
1: hardly (laughs) selling it
0: (laughs) I've not heard it for so long (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) right was, was there anything shiny and bright and throbbing in the newsletter that anybody wants to talk about
3: are you referring to the iridescent paint jobs
0: I might well be yes
2: What's that shiny paint job on your ship
0: they are they are we've got we've got shiny pink ones we've got shiny orange ones, and they 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 change color depending on the lights um,
2: It does look like you've taken a crime paint job ship just a little bit too close to a star, doesn't it
0: I have to admit i did kind of i felt that I had to go and get the orange orangey yellowy one, so there's like a ready greeny one. An
3: orangey yellow one,
0: a pinky-whitey one, and a pinky-orangey one.
3: Um, They sort of remind me of um, Citroën Saxo's back in the 1990s. They had these garish paint jobs and were about as tasteful as Donald Trump's underwear. I have no
0: idea how tasteful
3: Donald Trump's underwear is, if he even wears any.
2: Don't want to find out to either of those questions. It's
1: the greatest underwear, of course it is.
2: Is <laughs> it <the laughs> really bigly?
1: V- very big, very big at the front. Yeah. The biggest.
3: <laughs> More Trump later, no doubt. <laughs> anyway, add <me> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, is there anything else
0: in the in the newsletter, people? So, you can, oh, you can you can get these for the crate for the Astro Explorer, for the Anaconda, the Cutter, the Crusader, the Fur- Furry Lance the Vulture, the Python, the Imperial Clipper, the Challenger, the Imperial Courier, the Chieftain, the Eagle. Any others? I think
2: that's it, isn't it? No Viper Mark III. I'm still sad.
0: No Viper? No Cobra, is there? Uh, No, you can't get it for the Cobra. No. Um, But, Um, and all of them have basically got those four skins what um the greeny orangey ones called scorch the redy orangey ones called aora the pinky whitey ones called dusk and the orangey pinky one is called twilight um and i have to admit i do think they all look pretty damn shiny to be honest um i'm possibly biased i think the the i actually think that the cutter ones possibly look the best but that's and I have I didn't buy it for the cutter. I bought it with my crate.
2: Yeah, uh, there's actually looking at your crate flying around you. There's an mm. awful lot of your crate that's actually boxed out as like grey metal work rather than the yeah coloured texture.
0: Um, but my crate hasn't got any nice skins on it, whereas my uh, my cutter. Well, my cutter's got the Lavecon skin, and really, once you got the Lavecon skin, do you want any other skin?
2: No, that's fair. So, Thank you, Karen, t- for my livecon skins. <laughs> um, this cutter looks absolutely gorgeous though. That's miggle's purple one. Yeah, it yeah. looks great.
0: I'm guessing he's got the Twilight one. Um it is it is very, very pretty. Um there is is there anything else in the newsletter that anybody wants to, to say anything about? Or oh, I've gone back over too far now. Um, they are, these skins are only available for a limited time. It's only up until, wow, it's only up until this Friday. It's
2: I, I the did 7th. not, I did not realize they were doing limited skins. Yeah,
0: again. I knew there were, I knew it was a limited time and it's only up until this Friday. So we really better get the, the show note, the show out quite quickly. So we can let people know that they've got till Friday if they want these shiny, shiny skins. But yeah. no pressure there, Grant.
2: We can, um... We can always retweet their um, announcement, oh, yeah. can we?
0: Oh, we've, we have retweeted their announcement. Um, so, anything else, did anyone else see anything in the show notes, in the, not the show notes, the newsletter, that they thought, hey, that looks really awesome? Tumbleweed. I'm going to guess that's a no. So, <laughs> in that case then, Grant, can we get something pink in custody, please?
4: Lave radio, live radio, live radio, Lave live radio. Live. Listen to Day Dio, dangerous podcast. It's, it's the elite. It's, lay radio, so much to say, Dio. This side of disco, we're loving the heat. I hope someone knows what we're talking about. They mean disco. Lay radio, it's, it's here it's to say, Dio. Orange Sidewinder, this is your crew. Lay radio, hey, 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 Dio. With second technician. Forrester 2 It's a podcast that's based on a game Not to listen would be such a shame It makes other stations sound very lame That's Lave Radio Ooh, swing your pants No, 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 Simon, we're not them We're Pink Custard We cut the mustard We're never flustered you we can not be, be trusted. Lave Radio, this song's for you. For the Orange Sidewinder crew. Elite Dangerous is what you do. And then you talk a lot about it too. Lave Radio, ready to play Dio. Search for their website and off you go. Lave Radio, nothing to pay Dio. Sci-fi gamer DJ fans, this is your show. Oh, it's a niche audience then. This is Radio Online called Lave With DJs Chris's Alan, John, but not Dave Forever surfing internet airwaves That's Lave Radio It's a podcast that's based on a game Not to listen would be such a shame It makes other stations sound very lame that's Lave Radio, Lave Radio, Lave Radio, Lave Radio. Is, it, is this, are you sure it's Lave? Yeah, Lave Radio. It's not Love Radio. Well, I well, know, we all love Lave Radio. No, but it's not Live Radio. Oh, well, I I don't know.
1: Eddie Lee Wise here. Our family-run business looks after all your sartorial needs. Whether you need something to turn your pink python purple or you want to wrap your buns up in a nice tight flight suit, my husband Ken can sort you right out. He's an expert at inside leg and my wife Barb's is a whiz with a sewing machine. Bespoke tarting for you and your ship. Visit Eddie and sons plus me daughters, at Lave Station. Right, sir. Cough, please. <coughs> and we're back
0: in the room. Uh, I, I I missed that. I haven't heard that song for so long.
2: That song is glorious.
0: <laughs> Good old Trevor By, some definition, by some definition of glorious, yes. Swing your pants now. They did get that into, the, into it, didn't they? Uh, but yeah, so Steve Shaw's wondering, was it a Christmas song? I think that c- it could well be the next Christmas number one, to be honest. And let's face it, it's going to be better than anything that's released by X Factor.
1: That's a bit sceptical.
3: You heard any other recent songs? I think I think we should say something like, um, unless players come and help live station, <laughs> we will stream that song twenty four by seven. <laughs>
2: I wonder if we could convince Effler to actually have the Orange Sidewinder just playing that on repeat for anyone that's um, you know, engaging it.
0: I wonder if it could be attached actually as a... I don't know if you're allowed to do it with, your, with the your licensing of the thing, Grant, but could it be done so that... You know how we've got the, these audio files? Yeah.
1: Could... Do
0: you have the right to give Frontier the audio, so that when somebody goes to the Orange Sidewinder and, and click on it. on the on it, and then they cl- they get an audio log
1: of the song? Uh, I would probably need to check.
2: <laughs> oh, that would be so glorious. <laughs>
3: it would be hilarious well actually what what you could do to counter the imbalance you know in, that exists in in lay because the R.O. Sidewinder if you shot at it it then started to play the song <laughs> and by the time the song had finished the ATR would have arrived and shot the ship up and whoever shooting it would be so entranced by the wonderful song they'd just have to sit and listen to it <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, there, there is a lot of potential that can be done with this, All right? Anyway, I, I, I believe that Zachariah Trump has shown up or something like that, and he's got a statement to announce. Is that, is that correct? God, what are
1: you like? That was the hint, Grant. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know about them. Um, I I was checking something right, and I pressed buttons, and I've now got to go oh. and unpress all of those buttons <laughs> and put them back to the way they were two seconds ago. All right, give me a second, give me a second. Oh, <coughs> <it's okay. coughs> um, here we go. This time it will work, and and this will be dead impressive. Imagine the last five seconds didn't happen. Oh.
2: upstanding for the President of the United States of. Are we going to alienate quite a of our. Uh, the, uh, the United States of. Oh, uh, places. The Federation. Space. No, it's the Federation, yes. Come on, should have thought that beforehand.
1: Ah, never mind. Ghost. they're going to build a great expansion the best expansion it's going to be tremendous better than anything anyone else has ever expanded and when i say expanded i mean whoosh, whoosh so big it's going to be bigly just Fantastic in the content wow such great content I've seen it if you know of course I can't talk about it but if I could you'd be so very very happy with the content and the colours fantastic colours oh, you best you've you've ever seen, believe me, so much that I can't say what it is yet, you know, because of the stuff the lawyers tell me. I, I don't know but, but, but truth. You're going to love it, trust me, believe me, tremendous things are going to be expanded on, Uh, any day now really, you'll see soon, sooner than you think, two wonderful stuff, so tremendous, and believe me, believe me, and so soon, and tremendously bigly. So, Donald,
0: you didn't slip the word wasn't in there. Wasn't? Was I meant to? Wasn't. I, I... I'm not sure if it wasn't or was. Was. Or isn't or is, or something. Anyway, yes, so... Cuff-y-fee. Yeah, coffee. On Thursday, Zach went off and released a important community update. Which is basically what Grant just read. Sorry, which is basically what President Trump just read for us. And... Apparently it's a massive update. Um... Was anyone actually underwhelmed with what
3: was said? Did anyone actually understand what was said? Did Zach understand what he was writing? Well, in all seriousness, now I've wiped the tears of laughter from my eyes after that rendition. Um, Basically, I think what, what Zach was trying to do and what Frontier is trying to do is get ahead of all the salt before the update comes out. So by releasing this now, what they've done is they've they've taken the sting out of the missing stuff in in part four or beyond. Which is probably a good thing for them to go off and do, to
0: be honest. I mean, it's
2: I think it's definitely better to find out now than it is to find out the day the patch lands, isn't it? People would have been incestive.
0: Oh, could you imagine if people...
1: Yeah. It's just damned Uh, if they do There's no good
2: way of breaking bad news to customers, is there, so...
1: No. That's the problem. But damned if they do and damned if they don't. If you remember OfflineGate... um, Oh, God, yes. That was one of the big ones. This, again, isn't so much a big one because... It's different. You're not getting what you're not going to get then, but you'll get it later. So, But it's still going to be good. It, it does sound a little bit like they're on the exercise bike, backpedaling a little bit. But, yes, absolutely better to say now so that nobody goes, oh, I thought this was going to be in it, and then have a big, huge, you know, fit. <laughs> but um, it'd be interesting if, you know, what we were really hoping for was a taste of the stuff that was... is going to be in it but uh, that'll come we'll we'll get that soon tm again so i'm not
3: really surprised um they cut carriers from it because oh. as, as we've said on the show several times we don't actually know what they're for and I don't think, we haven't worked out a good reason for them yet have
0: we and that goes that goes all the way back to um oh back to frontier expo when they announced yeah. the carriers And we had the after Frontier Expo thing right after. Um, And even then we're like, okay, that's great. We've got these carriers. Why?
4: Um, To carry
0: stuff? But we've got got that already with, say, ships like the Gnosis. Um, You know, if they go off and introduce another couple of ships like the Gnosis, potentially running... I don't know, like a, a megabus service, something like that, then
1: that'll, that'll do the carrying thing. Uh, I know what it is. I know what they're trying to do. They're trying what? to get CQC that you can run CQC tournaments from your carrier. Maybe that's why they're taking the
0: Gnosis out into the middle of nowhere, it's and there will be, be literally a nothing to do. Only one can CQC. survive.
1: Only one That's will survive. F- you, we <laughs> take the one Hunger ship Games.
4: back. <laughs> Royale.
2: Well, it is the uh popular cool thing, isn't it? At the moment,
3: well, they have to go, they have to go two weeks better than Fortnite, don't they? So, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
3: anyway, um, yeah, so Carrier's kind of not. I'm disappointed at it, but I would rather them work out what they're going to be for before they put them in. Um,
2: yeah, I totally agree.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, and the other thing, of course, they, they said they were going to uh, delay was the ice planets. You know those spectacular images we saw at the end of BladeCon?
0: Yeah, that, um, that really surprises me, actually. Because um, it looked like the ice planets were essentially already working on their internal dev builds. Well, I have
2: said... They said in their forum post, didn't they, that it would be used on some static assets, but it wasn't going into like the Galaxy Sim bit of the generation yet. Yeah. And um, they... sorry, go on.
3: So I was I was going to suggest that it could well be two parts to it because if you saw the images of the of the ice, that was one thing, but then they showed this landscape with the SRV with like jagged outcrops and all stuff like that. So I'm wondering, will the will the improvements to the ice and stuff be in it, but the jagged terrain and stuff won't be? Because that, that was two parts, wasn't it?
0: Possibly, yeah. So, yeah, it might be a... Okay, well, and wasn't there going to be a lighting as well, you know, well? I haven't said that.
2: Sorry. Yeah, that that's still in, I think. They were very big about the light, and that wasn't just for, like, one type of world, was it? That's a lighting improvement for the whole game engine. Um, mm mm-hmm. And I still think we're supposed to be getting all the new geometry for planets in the Q4 update, aren't we? They, they haven't said that's not coming. And that's what all the colour texturization was done at the beginning of the year in Q1 update for. So we'll see mm-hmm. the second half of planets looking gorgeously nicer than they ever have before, hopefully.
0: And we should still be getting the explorations, the new exploration through a, a probe over a planet
3: and see if you can get six points. So do you think we'll get the space lightning and stuff? No, I don't think we will.
2: But they didn't don't mention it, the space it, lightning, did they? In it, the It's weird, isn't it? Because they didn't mention that, which makes me think maybe it's easy. space lightning seems easier to build into your like procedural back end than like a very complex floor texture. On um, from what I understand, like worlds in elite are not actually spheres, they're cubes that are then warped into a sphere, and maybe it's that geometry of the planets that's causing problems with their texture, like meshing and stuff.
0: Yeah, but that wouldn't have anything to do with space lightning, I assume.
2: That's what I'm saying, is maybe the reason that the ice textures got cut, but the space lightning hasn't been cut, is because Mm. of the difference in complexity. Um, If you're just putting space lightning in space, that seems, you know, just an XYZ placement, doesn't it?
0: Talking about cubes, did you see on Reddit the cube sun the other day? I did not. Oh, it is basically it's. It was a sun that was a cube, and that's that's it. Which is why I didn't really mention it until you mentioned that they are cubes. It, in a leap, or just no, a in, real elite, sun? in, in okay. a leap, in a so I, I think <laughs> a cube sun in the real world would probably
2: it would be some. It would be a physically
3: yeah, impossible. <laughs> I agree. The other thing that they they said they're going to reduce or or change. And is this um paid for content for lifetime extension pass owners?
0: Yeah. And
3: then <clears throat> men- sorry. sorry. No, sorry, Ben, you were saying.
0: Am I right in thinking that Zach said that there might be some kind we might be getting some kind of store credit or something? Or is that just people saying, Zach, give us store credit, we're pissed off KKK. I think he
3: did say that. I can't find the exact quote at the moment, but I do remember reading it in that in that thread that they were looking at ways of, I won't say placating, but um, placating,
1: yeah, no, be compensating, uh, isn't it? More than anything, which or yeah, or or mm-hmm. acknowledging. But I I don't know. I think you know if you go down that route, then the next time you're late, you've got to, you know up it, and then we're all getting PlayStation fours. And actually, it's a great idea. <laughs> I what you're on about It's a great idea. No,
0: I think um,
3: there'd have to be store content that was not available after the event. I, I wouldn't want to find it like in the store in six months' time. If you see so what an, I mean. another
0: I'm, limited. Oops, we fucked up. Um, skin,
3: sort of. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, I'm not going to say that. They, they they didn't fuck up. They they were overly ambitious and changed the plans halfway through the season.
3: But, yeah, I mean, that's what one of the main criticisms about this statement is because people have been asking, okay, well, you've got 100 people on this. What exactly have they been doing? Um, mm-hmm. Because looking at it from the outside, you look at the how much No Man's Sky has improved. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm this bit of feedback coming. But you look at how much No Man's Sky has improved in the year. With less people, you look at, for example, even Star Citizen has advanced in the time that um, they've been talking about it. Has so anyone actually been able to play these advances on a computer that we can players? buy today? <laughs> no, I mean, Star Citizen. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's not playable, but it's, it's further on, it's a lot further on than it, than it was. And I think the people are quite right to initially ask the question well, what have they been doing? So I've been putting a bit of a bit of thought into 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 into, into this because there's a few possibilities. Um, the first possibility is they've got a hundred people who are completely lazy and not doing anything. The second possibility is um, they've, they've hit some kind of technical wall, which means the what these hundred people can do is has been slowed down because there's an awful lot of technical debt debt there, that means that um, what they hope to do they just can't do because the programming is so complicated or the code is so convoluted, it takes more time to do the same thing. Um, or there's a third possible. Well, the third possibility is they bit off more than they could chew. And so I'm not just talking about the technical side, I'm talking about the design side and everything, it just couldn't get done in the time and resource they have. And then there's the fourth one where they had a situation where sorry, there's an awful amount of feedback. Um, sorry, there's a fourth situation where, um, where, where basically the the rate of progress for this mystical fourth content chapter was going quicker than the content for the third, for the fourth part of Beyond. So therefore, what they did is say, okay, well, the fourth chapter. We've been working on that for so long. Let's put all the resources into that um, because that's going to be the headline item. So I, I think the, the truth is that these people haven't been lazy. They haven't been sitting on their hands. But I do think there's, there's a, is an element of technical debt there they have to work through in that it's more complicated than they thought. And also, I suspect what they are hitting are the, um, is the fact that the stuff they've been working on for since Horizons, because we know that there's several teams working on different things, the stuff they've, hit, they've done since Horizons is more ready than some of the stuff they want to put in. So all they've done is move the resources around.
0: Grant, I'm just going to have to interrupt for a second here. Commander Thomas Thorson's just showing up. We raid, and every single one of them are asking you for another bathroom update. So... Since you did the the bathroom update saying there'll be a bathroom update on Thursday, has there been a bathroom update?
1: Mm, There has been a bathroom update. Yes, tiles are going to be cut for the floor tomorrow. On Thursday, adhesive is going to go down and the tiles will be fixed onto that adhesive. Then there will be three quarters of a floor the last quarter... Should go down on Friday, unless we're really making a, a nice mess of it. And then, uh, apparently, we're going to do a live stream of the adhesive part of it, uh, so you can catch that live on Thursday throughout the day, for all you weirdos. <laughs> I have to, I, I actually, I'm really looking forward to watching Moof's the going to quit, scenes. he's just going to turn up and go,
0: I'm not doing this. Uh, no, I'm I'm wanting the live stream of you guys tiling the bathroom. Oh, that's With just gonna be nice. of I Teeny mean, tiny tiles. As much so as the tiles are blue, of frustration.
1: As much as the tiles are going to be, be blue, the air is going to be bluer. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to be an audio. Well, it would be better if it were an audio live
0: stream, um, especially if you can feed um, Moof curry and beans and God, maybe looks- a Mexican and stuff like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, think, it could be a thing with tiles a, t-
0: a tiling live stream. I think that that's,
4: that should be a tiling. thing.
1: I'm not sure if it makes sense to do a live stream of DIY given the fact that Simon and I were doing DIY together usually results in I was going to say one of us but actually you know, it usually results in him being badly cut by me. They should have video evidence. Yeah. Any plumbers crack here? Yeah, we could sort that one out for you, miggles <laughs> Oh God, I worry about
0: our listeners. Yeah, well, we know we know that. So yeah, I mean, I th- I think I agree with going back going back on topic now. I think I agree with you that you know Frontier. I think that Frontier have been they've been busy working on things, and then they've suddenly realised actually, you know what? Doing it this way round makes a lot more sense. But it's going
3: to piss people
0: off. We better tell them.
3: See, I, I wouldn't underestimate the, the 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 technical potential, technical difficulty of what they're of what they're doing. Um, the other the other part that did actually occur to me, is in the announcement. It talks about six a six year journey. Now, we think of Elite as only being four years old, but Zach used the mm-hmm. term six years. Now, if you look at Elite as the infamous ten year plan it means we have four years left of the 10-year plan rather than six years left of the 10-year plan.
0: I guess, I mean, with the six years count as the, the Kickstarter era as well, I guess? Well, it, it, it depends, you see,
3: Because if they, if they talk about a 10-year plan, and according to Zach we're in year six, not year four. Where does where did Zach mention six? Because I, I can't see
0: that in the announcement. I don't remember that. But...
3: Um, Zach says we started our Elite Dangerous journey over six years ago, and today...
0: Oh, well, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he, he's the number six. Um, I so... See, I'm seeing that as meaning we started our Kickstarter six years ago.
3: Yeah, but if you took a 10-year plan, where... Yeah. we. Do you, do you see the thought, the, the thought of interest? And the other thing that springs to mind, and I, I mentioned it a few weeks ago in um, in relation to Guild Wars and what mm-hmm. ArenaNet did with uh, Guild Wars 1, in that what they did is they they were 80% of the way through a fourth expansion called Utopia, and it was pretty much done content-wise there and there and there. But what they realized was trying to build on their base game was more and more limiting. They were having to do stuff over again. It was getting more and more complex, and the, the actual mechanics and engine of the game couldn't do what they wanted it to do. So they basically cut the expansion in half, mm-hmm. um, made a small, made a, a smaller content upgrade, then ditched support for Guild Wars 1 altogether, and then spent the next four years writing Guild Wars 2, because the current, because the engine at the time couldn't cope with what they wanted it to do. So my, my thought is, and I know it's been mentioned on the thread, is if the game is getting this technically difficult to do, and we know the UI needs work, because every time something happens, they mention UI. It's not just
0: the, the UI, game... it's also a lot of the things in the back end. Um, That's right, yeah. And a lot of the things in the BGS, and everything touches everything else, and no one seems to understand quite... If I go up and touch this knob of... No, um, this... If I go and touch this aspect of the game over here, that then causes the butterfly over there to die. And it seems like it shouldn't be at all related, but it is. And we seem to be getting that used as a complexity reason for everything being a lot harder than it maybe should seem to be. See, I don't
3: think that's a fib. I think that is reality. I, uh, yeah, I think you, you might be right. Uh, and it would also explain why, because uh, when, when Elite was first launched, every yeah. single release was pretty much bug-free. There wasn't any significant bugs in there that I remember. I remember it being pretty stable and whatnot. Now when there's a release, uh, there seems to be more bugs and little funnies or stuff that they got rid of, but then comes back again somehow. Um, so that would point to me, is a certain complexity in the coding and in the way it works. That's making development on the on the game harder.
0: That that I'm not going to say you're wrong. I'm not going to say you're right, but I know from speaking to devs that everything is harder than even a developer might think
3: it is. Um, yeah, exactly. So uh, the other thing that springs to mind is. Um, now we know Frontier have got multiple teams working on Elite. So yes. the stuff that people have been doing, the working on the, the Chapter 4 stuff are beyond. Um, that's one team, and there are other teams doing different stuff. So I, I'm wondering whether or not there's been a team working on this big announcement for Chapter 4 for a considerable amount of time. Now, people have been speculating what that is. Uh, Some people say atmospheric planets, some people say space legs, something, whatever. My gut feel is it's bigger than atmospheric planets. That's my gut feel, because 100 100 people working on something is a big development team.
0: But remember that 100 people probably is is divided. Actually, Zach, Zach actually said something about this um because people were saying hang on what the hell we've got 100 people on reddit sorry 100 people on the team I can only count five people here or something like that and I'm sure Zach actually answers something about it he does um, um, he does just... I've got yeah I've got the quote here actually the hundred is based on the majority of the team who work across a number of departments programming art animation design production tools engine and a number of other technical departments that I'm not really qualified to talk about. Then in addition to that, we have a number of other areas, such as our online services team and QA, all working very hard to deliver the best content possible. So yes, it might be a team of 100 people, but that's not 100 what I would call a developer. It's 100 developers, testers, QA, community, all across the development spectrum.
3: That's right, and that's and, and that's what I'm including in my total as well because obviously there are, you know, there are certain phases of the game that will need more um, more art assets than server assets, and sometimes you need more server assets and art assets. Assets, and you mm-hmm. swap, and you so you swap the team around depending on where the need was. You wouldn't just have a solid, you know, you're always working on this, apart from a core team. But I still feel a hundred people working on it is a lot of effort. And I, my gut feel says it's not atmospheric planets. They're talking about. I think I think I think this could be space legs. Oh I,
0: I I think when we had Lavecon and after seeing what we saw at Lavecon with the improvements to all the atmosphere stuff, I was like, yeah, we're totally and utterly getting atmosphere, atmospheric planets, and that's why we're getting all these fancy new colors and all this exploration stuff and all this shiny lights and icy stuff and maybe slidey stuff and things getting a bit slippery. And, you know, and I was totally convinced that was going to be the case. And then after Zach's announcement, I was like, hang on. Zach's going off and saying, we've just started doing the, we, 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 we started primary development, something like that. Didn't say, um, we started active, de- active development, something like that. And it's basically, it sounds like, yeah, this is going to be bigger than we thought it was. And we needed to get people off things onto this so we could do that. And whilst I think atmospheric planets potentially could be big, I'm not sure it could be so big so much bigger than they thought it were um to explain why they messed up their estimates so badly, whereas something like space legs that's got the potential for feature creep and everything like that so much better than atmospheric planets has I mean essentially we could we could have atmospheric Mars is an atmospheric planet isn't it yes. And we could land on Mars today, in-game, essentially, sort of. And we'd have exactly the same bloody things to do on Mars as we have on all the other airless worlds that we currently have. The only difference being that you've got an atmosphere to fly through as you go down there. And I would hope they'd add some other gameplay, but I don't know how much gameplay they could actually add to it, do you? That we don't have already.
3: The the only thing... The only thing they could do, I well, I'm not a game developer, so I'm just speaking mm-hmm. off the top of my head here. But the only thing they could do for difference, for gameplay-wise, would be a different way of entering the atmosphere. Yeah, you know, changing the flight model to take account of the atmospherics. The actual run, exploring bases and and stuff like that, without legs, without space legs, is I think potentially quite limiting because mm-hmm. people will soon get fed up of saying. Oh, it oh, it's the same as a um, atmosphere, you know, non-atmospheric planet, but just with a bit of fog effects on it. And I think that would be a criticism. Yeah, that would probably sting.
2: I wonder if, like, first of all, to pour a little bit of cold water on the space legs idea, the thing that makes me think that it's more likely we'd see either atmospheric planets <laughs> or gas giants or something like that is. Way back when, when Frontier first started talking about um, planetary landings before Horizons, they did say it was going to come in staged groups of different planet types, didn't they? And even then, they weren't talking about space legs. They were like, that will come after the planetary landing stuff. Um, Now, maybe it's got to the point where the team that were dabbling in space legs have actually got to the point where they've done more work on their side than than the people with the planetary landing-like tech. But both the problem for both of those things, I think, isn't the tech of being able to like, walk around on a planet with an atmosphere or drive around on one or fly through its atmosphere. The problem is content for that and it's content for space legs, isn't it? and which one is easier to fill content in for, and like, what limitations will there be on space legs, if that is something they're considering. If it's just limited to your ship and stations, space legs would be a lot easier to fill out than planetary landings.
3: Well, it would make... Sorry, Cagel.
2: If you're going to let people run around on the planet's surface in a space suit, then arguably like, actually making a planet that isn't just an airless rock be a believable planet and not just an airless rock with air it that's that's a big push isn't it
3: yeah i was thinking i mean miggles mentioned it in in the twitch chat is when we were talking about it i think well having space legs in your ship and around a station is a good first step
2: yeah i totally agree B-
3: because you you're then not limited by what people expect an atmospheric planet to look like and in fact you can't have space legs on atmospheric planets until you've got atmospheric planets
2: yeah so like you can also i can imagine ratting out a lot of the bugs and issues with space legs if you constrain it to a tight space like stations facilities and ships right um but i mean it will massively help the role play and social side of the game you know i think actually being able to get out of my ship and like share a beer with ben even if that's literally all we can do um I know for a fact that ever
0: since I saw the lower deck of the Anaconda, I'm like, I totally want to pimp that out as a party area. You know, I want disco balls and a bar and all that kind of stuff in my Anaconda's lower deck with the large window underneath it.
3: Are you talking about the 10 forward area on the
0: Anaconda? Yeah, the, the 10 forward area, exactly. Um, and I'm sure the Imperial Cutter has to have Somewhere similar like that on it.
2: You have um, to spin NPC crew until you get a Guinan for your. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh. God, can you imagine that? <laughs> and I mean, at the risk of sounding. I don't know, I don't want to call it jaded, but the. If we do get space legs, and even if it's just on board our ships, the potential for store sales would be
3: redonkulous. Oh absolutely. I mean the question I have regarding the SpaceX thing is will it support VR? And how will you walk around in VR?
0: I think yes it will, but it'll be walk around like you walk around like Q A Q um Q W S A D or something like that.
3: Well I think it'll be teleport. I think Sorry, be-
0: Oh no I can't no don't make us teleport around, please. In well, my it's in worth my worth like worth,
2: dream, I I think of like Lone Echo on the Rift as being like the space legs for Elite Dangerous. I don't for one minute think that's what we'll get, but that's like that's how I imagine the perfect um sort of implementation to be, and that's just free roaming and you can pull yourself around in zero G off, well, you know, yeah,
0: problem, I want it to be zero
1: G, yeah. yeah the, the problem with VR and movement is that it's not been resolved yet on bigger games and smaller games there is no ideal way of moving in VR that doesn't create serious amounts of nausea. Um, so the only way that you could do that in the temporarily, uh, a temporary kind of way is to fix the head uh, strictly and either not map certain access while the, the character's moving and then allow full head move. Because I think you know you're going to have to use your controllers and your joysticks um, in order to do any kind of movement, and the teleport systems, obviously with the the Vive controllers and the uh, Oculus Touch, are not going to be accessible very easily. Even if you've got the Vive and the wonderful pass through, getting the change of controllers from your flight sticks to your game pads or whatever is going to be a right ball ache. So um, I don't see that could be a significant obstacle. To Space legs and VR full stop
4: yeah,
2: I take, I think that's a fair comment it um, could be,
1: can you imagine
0: if you had space legs and you could actually you did have your VR control and your move, movement movements in VR was reach out, grab a handhold, pull yourself forwards, and you know that propels you forwards. With your actual motions that you're doing, you you're able I, I mean,
1: to so play like, for spewing. You would just be absolutely spewing uh, non stop.
2: Uh, actually, it's one of the least. Um, vomit-inducing games I've played on the um, on the Rift is Lone Echo, and that's exactly how you manoeuvre around in it. Um, <laughs> well, you've got two options. One of them is you can like grab the scenery, and the other is you have like one meter per second thrusters on your wrist, so you can point in a direction and hold your trigger down, and you'll slowly accelerate in that. Have
3: but cal Cow's got to... a point have because
1: you
3: choices. Uh, sorry, cow's got a point because if you think about it, you'll go from you'll dock your ship, you'll be on your HOTAS or whatever it is you you control. So if you're on your HOTAS and then you dock and then you've got to rummage around the desk which you can't see for your controller or if it's just reach out and grab something then you'll be putting your hand through the screen and all sorts of stuff, really <laughs> trying to get it. Like I say, I,
2: i that's my imagined dream for it. The, one of the reasons I don't think we'll ever see that is just that, like, what, 3% of people that play Elite mm-hmm. play in VR and everyone else isn't. It, it would be such a difficult thing to get right for both. They need to concentrate on, like, assuming not VR first, don't yeah, they? Yeah, we, we have
0: to get it right first, and... False. i think vr and space looks would be freaking amazing and i love the idea of being able to put myself around a ship um or a station or whatever and you know what and actually control myself in zero g um you know and i think that'd be amazing and do all these scenes that you get in the expanse and everything like that i don't i think worrying about it in vr would is you're borrowing problems really aren't you
1: it's. Have you tried Pulsar? The, um, the you know the the game we quite light. It's a multi-crew thing. Of course, I've played Pulsar. I've have played you, it with you. Have you tried Pulsar VR? No, it's the most horrific experience you will ever have. It's beautiful <laughs> as long as you stand perfectly still and don't move your head. Um, <laughs> and it uses the. So we have a challenge from lifecon. Yeah, the 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 controls for that are actually like a game controller, so the circles actually yeah. allow you to move, but there is it's a very difficult thing to get right, and I think that would be the most significant d- delay. And, you know, VR works beautifully in Elite, and the other question is, never mind people in VR, how do you manage the transition of a game from flying your ship and your controls to running around. Do you reckon it's going to be moved to mouse and keyboard, WSAD in the standards? I can't remember who said I
2: that. Think, oh. I think you'll have a lot of freedom to remap the controls, just like you do in an SLV or a ship, and I think there will be a transition, like there is a transition when you deploy an SRV of you unseating fade to black, and then you being in like Oh, don't a, give us
0: a fade to black. Please don't give us fade to black.
2: I'm not saying that's going to be ideal, but I think that's what we will see just I for the, the disengagement just run the disengage from your chair because I think it will be I can't see how they'd do it without it
3: I, I, I want a fireman's pole, I want to jump on a fireman's pole and go down my ship like a fireman and then come out maybe, and out
2: maybe that's something you'll be able to buy in the store once we've got space legs is a fireman's pole or even like a pole dancing pole got
3: a stripper pole,
0: don't any, we?
2: any kind of pole, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so,
3: I, Just sorry Gushan no, I was I was going to go back really to the, um, the 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 subject that we were uh, of you know, what of what this Chapter for could be, and I'm thinking: Do you think this is why the focus feedback has dried up and didn't happen? Yes, because totally. they, they realised that and thought, well, actually, we're not doing this, so therefore, there's no point in just doing the focus feedback. And then also, do you think this is why there isn't a FrExpo this year? Because what they want to do is they want to have this announcement at a when they're ready to do that.
2: I do think that that is probably right. And I do think that probably them realizing that the next big expansion is going to have so many effects on the underlying existing systems that actually soliciting focused feedback whilst also trying to integrate their expansion and their existing tech is probably the thing that's driven them to dropping some of the you know the bullet points they've had listed
3: yes yeah, so do you think things like the carriers maybe we were talk, talking earlier about this technical debt you know this thing's being really complicated now do you think that's one of the reasons why carriers have been
2: postponed now the, 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 i mean actually just something that's just occurred to me there was a lot of feedback when they announced squadrons wasn't there about the fact that they're going to be limited to a relatively small number of players versus the size of some in-game player groups and i wonder if frontier are just taking some of that development time to actually address some of the long-standing issues with the game like multi-crew mixing with wings and people being able to instance more than a half a dozen ships in the same place Um,
3: yes because it was instancing that was um, the big objection to carriers wasn't it if you got a squadron of 250
2: and you can only get eight people in an instance or 16 people in an instance, then, yeah, it's an interesting question. I wonder if they've broadened the scope of that and made it more ambitious, and that's why we're seeing delays.
0: Possibly, but just getting... I want to just quickly touch on the controls before we dive off the controls. And one thing that I'm thinking is our spacesuits all have little thrusters and stuff like that in them. And I'm wondering if the way we will get about our ship, especially when it's in zero-G, would be by flying it like you fly a ship. You know, you, you thrust forward, you thrust backwards, you rotate, you pan, you yaw, just like you would on a ship, just like you would flying a ship, except you're flying your little thrusters on your suit. So you're not actually
3: well, walking around it, you are sh- just in your ship, you're supposed to have magnetic boots, aren't you, that stop you drifting away. Because inside your ship yeah. there's no gravity and it's all done by magnetic Magnets. boots. We could potentially also do that as well, in which case then
0: just stand up and use WSAD. But I think that I do think that zero G manoeuvres on a personal scale inside a ship would be a massive Point of gameplay.
2: Well, surely you we were going to have the option of turning the mag boots off.
0: Mm-hmm. And we also think about the oh, some of the the artwork that we've seen. I mean, okay, it's only concept artwork, but we've seen concept artwork of a commander floating outside in his ba- in his suit fixing his ship.
2: Yeah. Oh, wouldn't it be great if you could like weld a new canopy on?
0: <laughs> that yeah, that would be also, actually, you could go off and well, do any well, kind of I'm repairs. To,
3: yeah, I'm trying to think about, you know, he we talk, we talks about Chapter 4 and it'd be paid for content and yeah. stuff like that. Well, do you think it would just be a big delivery of, well, here's Chapter 4, or do you think it would be you'll buy a season pass for Chapter 4 and then it gets rolled out throughout the year? So I think content. it's going to
0: be a season pass and roll it out. I think that's probably the best way for Frontier to do it.
3: And I think it's the
2: way that we, we are used to. We mean the content coming after the Key 4 update, right? I don't think they're going to yeah, charge for the Key cha- 4. Yes.
3: Yeah, I'm for, when I say Chapter 4, I don't mean Chapter 4 or Beyond. I mean Beyond, Beyond. So, yeah. So, yeah,
0: um, if, if Horizons was Chapter 2, Beyond is Chapter Oh,
3: Sorry, four, I get you. Yeah. This
0: is, this is Chapter
3: 4. Yeah, and I was thinking about what content is there that could be staged in such a way as to people think, well, actually, my 30 quid, or how much it's going to be, is going to be worth it. And Atmospheric planets, I don't know, it just doesn't do it for me as part of a staged release over a period of months. It just doesn't seem to me to be have the gameplay. No,
0: We managed it. to get two years out of non-atmospheric planets.
3: Yeah, but we've, we've had other stuff as well, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, the, the majority of stuff hasn't been about the airless planets. It's been about Space and bugoids and whatnot—that's what the last eighteen months have been about, really.
4: And Would you pay for stuff.
2: atmospheric planets if they had life on them, up to say a Jurassic level?
3: <laughs> and then you
2: could put the ball in the park. You
3: mean? Um, <laughs> I mean, if you can have a roller coaster. But that's the thing. I, I think they this kind of. I don't know, you you really want that when you can actually walk around on it, not just sort of drive around in your Safari Mm -hmm. SRV, really, don't you? It 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 needs to be that visceral experience, I think, to to be worth it. Um, And the other thing is, is maybe my um, marketing way of thinking is, if you look back and we talked about No Man's Sky, I mean, No Man's Sky has probably done one of the biggest turnarounds in a game that I can think of in recent years. From what his reputation was to what his reputation is now. It's a huge turnaround. Star Citizen, yes, it's still not really a game, but they still have made they still have made progress on it. So if this isn't something big, then No Man's Sky and Star Citizen and all the other space games that have come since Elite went live, have gained a year on Elite, basically. So Elite could be at risk of being behind the curve in what people expect the space game to be instead of when it first came out being ahead of the curve and losing that lead position potentially um, could have quite a big impact.
2: I mean, the funny thing is people compare no man's sky to elite quite a lot. And um, the thing that's very different about them to me is it's core really um no Man's Sky is a running around on the ground game. It isn't really a flying around in a spaceship game.
3: Oh yeah, it's, 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 it's Minecraft with spaceships, is what it is. But but in people's minds, I'm thinking about the functionality of it. Yes, the Prime model is from No Man's Sky is completely irrelevant, and all the other stuff like that. And it's not <laughs> pretending to be a simulation. But I'm just looking at the. Looking I mean, I do turn around in gameplay.
2: Are Frontier going to try and, like, simulate whole ecosystems on ground planets? That's the thing I've always thought with content is, like, I want to go on a planet and find, like, a species that no one ever has ever seen before, you know. But I don't know if that is the sort of tech direction Frontier are interested in pursuing. Because it doesn't really fit with, like, the elite core design or ethos, does it? It's, it's like an ancillary side effect of the fact you've got planets you can land on with atmospheres and stuff you just assume that they're going to have a biosphere and some um,
3: But that's what um, people I expect, know. when people say atmospheric planets they expect to see the creatures and the flowers and, and all this sort of stuff they just, I, I, well me personally, I don't think they, they, they having just seen a green in a different shade or different sorts of water I don't think that will cut it in people's minds. I think I think they'll yeah. say, well if I, if I think, well, if I want that, I can just go and play Space Engine.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, one of the guys in the Twitch chat was just saying, like, what I'd like as a space pilot is he doesn't really care about space legs, but if he could, like, dock with an alien ship or, like, an alien megastructure and then get out and go and explore it and find secrets and stuff. And, like, that sounds way more interesting than wandering around on another template planet looking like you say at different colored water or um you know stuff um i mean hell maybe we'll see thargoid stations um in the near future they've been ramping up a lot haven't they we've not seen any of their stuff the size of a coriolis
0: you think the thargoid bases that we drove around that had the map in them you know, do you not think if that was actually off the ground and in space, would that not be about the size of Coriolis?
3: Uh, ah, sure, but... Like- we'll see them off of the ground at some point.
2: Yeah. It- yeah, but like once, if they give us space legs on our ships and in our stations, and then they introduce Thargoid or alien structures the size of our stations, that does give you some interesting stuff to explore that's still constrained more than his A planet's worth of content we have to generate, do you know what I mean? You can handcraft an alien megastructure's worth of content way more easily than you could n million planets in n billion stars. And all their systems. life forms as well. Sure. Well, for me, the the
3: question is is can the elite we know as coded can the game engine and can the game you know how it works in the background can it cope with all that? At what At what point does it do they have to say well actually we've reached as far as we can possibly go with this version of elite we're much better starting again.
0: I mean, this is where I don't know how they've done with the branching of the Cobra engine and things like that. But we know that the Cobra engine can do all that kind of stuff because they've already done it for Planet Coaster and for Jurassic World. We have, but they are
3: games in their own right. They, they are, but they're still million based stars on... stars added on to it. So it's pulling it all together in a coherent yeah. fashion. So yes, we know the Cobra engine can do foliage and animals really well because they've done it brilliantly in Jurassic World. You know, in yeah. Jurassic
0: and there's World. no reason why it couldn't do alien foliage and procedurally generated yeah. uh, and animals we know... based, on, uh, based on atmospheric content, gravity type, and...
2: I mean, Forge things. already does that, doesn't yeah. it? Everything is based yeah. off weighted uh, models
3: of yeah. components, and we know it can do populations of people because it does it in Planet Coast, you know, with all the guests yes. around and hey So we know that there. So the question Actually, is, is popu- yeah. sorry, okay, go. Um, can I just ask read
0: something about populations? Uh, have any of you guys seen the Cyberpunk 2077 video? Uh, yeah,
3: the game,
0: the gameplay one. Yeah, and amazing. the that universe is the first thing it it actually it looks like a lived-in RPG. And yeah. what I don't want when I walk out of my ship in Elite Dangerous is to see one single yellow van driving round and round and round. I want to walk out and it to be a busy space station.
2: Actually, one of the key interesting bits of that Cyberpunk 2077 gameplay video was when the narrator was saying they've done exactly what Frontier didn't do with Elite, in that they model their citizens in their world from the beginning of the day to the end of the day and mm-hmm. people have like a job and they go to their job and they go for lunch on their lunch break and you get rush hours based on the simulation running in the background. and that's they do just do
0: a, that in Planet Coaster. Yeah,
2: yeah, but, uh, yeah, but as, as players walked through the environment in their gameplay video, it actually did just look like a natural city, you know. It, it was pretty compelling. Yeah,
3: what I was thinking about though is that we know individual games can do all this stuff. The difficulty is, is how do you join them together <laughs> without having a huge loading screen, as it loads up eight gigabytes of game to do all this stuff? Because Jurassic World is a game on, on its own, Planet Cozy game is its own elite game on. So you've got to try and find some way of transitioning from one to the other in a seamless way that works on most people's PCs these days no, not uh,
0: just not most people's PCs,
3: also y- PlayStation 4s and, yeah, and Xboxes which is which is why I think um, oh, I, I, that's my two words for the day, this technical debt side of it, is that there has to be a point where they say we can't do this in this current iteration of game, we either need to scrap the features or we need to start again with something that allows us to do that
2: yeah, I wonder if we'll get a like Gen 2 rewrite of the core engine at some point just to try and alleviate some of that technical debt. I think you're spot on with that as being a cause of a lot of their growth issues with regards to putting new features in and stuff.
0: Could that be what they've been working on for this past year and a bit? Uh,
2: like, I I really hope so. Like, that would actually... There's like an OS release a few years ago from Apple, and all they did was just it was just performance improvements and bug fixes, no new features, and it's mm-hmm. like the best version of OS 10 they ever released. <laughs> and like, I kind of wish that they'd do that, but it's also the worst possible thing to try and sell to a customer, isn't it? There aren't any new features in this. It just ev- does everything that you currently have better. Is isn't, not that Beyond, isn't that what Beyond is, an attempt at? I think
0: it's basically what Beyond is meant to be. But, I mean, I, I think Beyond has had too many...
2: But Beyond has brought loads of new stuff. Like I know it isn't like huge pay expansion levels of content, but it has brought it brought more new features than it brought bug fixes and performance improvements to the background of the engine, didn't it? I agree
0: and I'm actually quite sad about that, because I I really was expecting Beyond to be right, we have a bunch of core features that we're gonna fix. So networking. We're gonna fix networking. That's it, it, what we're gonna you- fix.
2: If you'd asked me at the beginning of the year, I would have said to you, instancing would get better, yeah. SRVs, multi-crew and wings would get better, and those would be really the core improvements we'd see over the year. Um,
0: yeah, well, I mean, whilst
3: know, Sorry, sorry go, Well, we don't know what the uh, Chapter 4 of Beyond will bring. It may well bring in these improvements, because uh, as, right. they, as uh, they talk about the rendering and stuff like that, then it may well bring in some of that, but I don't know.
2: Yeah, I hope so. I, it would smash it out of the park for me if that's what we got was ninety percent, you know, improvements to the Core Tech to build a base for them making the game go for another five years, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean I do I love the changes that we've had to the galaxy map. I think that was some good good fixes. Um
2: Yeah. Maybe we'll get Ori maps after that guy wrote that little G <laughs> nineteen app. Maybe mm-hmm. they've hired him and
3: Maybe I'd add it, though. Well, the the, the gallery <laughs> map in the G19 app doesn't actually reflect the positions of the stars. No. It's just a representation of the system.
2: Yeah, I know. But it still achieves 80% of the goal with almost no effort in like, having to correct it manually. You know, it's mathematically calculated to be what the sort of averaged um, orbits would be and stuff. Yeah, it's, that, it's that's, that's still better than like a 2D picture bitmap, isn't it?
0: I'm going to say yes. Um, but. So, yeah, I,
3: I, I just I really don't think they've had these people sitting around doing nothing. Oh, God, I mean, no. That's that's I think is a, a miss. I don't think that's accurate. Um, and nor do I think they deliberately set out to deceive. Um, no, I what, don't either. What, what what they said, I think that's that's disingenuous to think that. Um As I said in in my long spiel earlier, I think it's because um, there are technical issues that have delayed delayed what they wanted to do. And the stuff they've been working on, you know, as a big release has progressed faster. And so they thought, well, we'll we'll create the big headlines with that rather than with a little bit. Have we sent Grant to sleep?
0: I don't know. Grant, are you awake over there? Yeah, I'm always here. I was listening oh to right, it. Okay. No,
1: because I mean it's just a circular argument, isn't it? We really have no idea. We don't know. I mean, it's pure speculation. Then we it? want feet. We want feet. <laughs> just I mean, sit there in your cockpit, okay, so picking I'll, I'll your toes. Pick you,
0: have you seen my toes? You would not pick my toes.
1: Oh, yeah, look at that! Think of the expansion toenail paint. <laughs> Shoes only available for oh. $3.99 for the store. My feet has died.
0: <laughs> 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 Can you imagine re- red-toned L paint on the store? <laughs> um,
3: so, as part of the Elite would you want to have the ability to board a ship, kill the yes. pilot, and steal it?
0: Yes, I've been asking. That's been my my dream, as I've said, all the way since Beta, is to basically have Grand, thefts, grand Theft spaceship.
3: But Ben, I mean, you can't even throw up, so why would you be any safer than...
2: I can blow with it, the current but, but, crime and punishment system, though that would just result in you being in a hot ship and getting a giant insurance bill when you finally get capped by the uh, feds. Well,
0: okay, yeah, some <laughs> nice crime and punishment stuff would be good as well. Uh, and I know they've gone off and looked at that, and, uh, and it's, it's arguably it's overly crime and punishment is still far too complicated. I'm sorry, but it is. I, I yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah. I mean, I must admit, I don't, in a lot of respects, it would make it a lot easier, wouldn't it, if, like, fines were just instantly docked from you, rather than being a thing you had to choose to pay at a station. (laughs) But it would interfere with a lot of people's place, though.
0: Yeah, there's there's a whole kettle of fish with stuff that happens and when it happens that I would like to change for a variety of reasons. Um, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to dive down that Warren hole. Um, but I would, does anyone on the show now not think chapter four or whatever the hell we're going to call it is going to be elite feet? You know, can somebody inject some kind of
2: sanity? I I don't think that we're going to get elite feet as chapter four.
0: This okay. is the, the content. The content. Af, the paid for content. I'm talking the about the
2: paid here. for content from ne- for next year. I don't, or for next year and beyond, not the beyond chapter. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah.
5: Like,
2: um, the unspecified as yet unknown future content. I don't think will be uh, a leafy. I don't know what it'll be. I just don't. I think we're more likely to see atmospheric. So I'm not even sure it'll be that.
0: Okay, so I mean, c- can you give any? speculation as to what that you think they could be working on then
4: um
2: no i really don't know i just think that i mean don't get me wrong i'll be pleasantly surprised if it's either um mm-hmm. but i just think it is it like it, it is inconceivable to me that that we could get a version of elite Feet that wasn't more than just walking around on our ships and stations that would add enough content to make people want to pay a whole light like, years worth of expansion for. Yeah, so I mean, be what, 30 or thirty
0: pounds? Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I, d- I don't know. I honestly don't know. I just my gut says that it isn't it isn't elite feat.
0: Um, I mean, I think features I would expect if it were elite feat, would be walk around your spaceship, obviously. Um, social features. So I expect I'd want to be able to. Wave at you and things like that. Properly boarding other people's spaceships, EVAs. Do you think we should have com- have combat
3: in some form? You know, some kind of first person shooting. Well, I sort of have images of like um, quick draw. You know, because you see someone, you quickly have to jump off your hotas and find your keyboard or mouse, and it's whoever's the, first, <laughs> fastest, <laughs> the fastest mouse in the west. You know, to try and get and aim on someone, yeah. I don't know. I, I part of me thinks it'd be really fun, but back in the ZX Spectrum version of Elite, and it always used to wind me up when it happened. Mm-hmm. There'd, be, there'd be like a random event where you dock at a station, and you'd get like a screen come up that says, "Your ship has been boarded by pirates. They do not take prisoners." and game over, or oh, something like that. Oh, wow! That, that sucks. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs>
1: That is and harsh.
3: it, it did not happen very often, but on a, that is what happened on the Spectrum version. Well... You know, and it would be a little... It could be a little bit like that if, you know... What about...
2: Like, Bitstorm in Twitch chat has suggested that they should do story-based content packs with custom audio, custom missions, cosmetics, branching paths, etc. I actually think that's a really great that would idea. would be
0: freaking amazing, yeah. You
2: know... Um, first contact with the Thargoids as a custom mission release for 15 quid that has, you know, 100 missions and a whole campaign to play through. That'd be balls, wouldn't it? The
0: thing is, though, is that is that Elite? Because Elite is all about your freedom of choice and doing your own thing, not following a storyline.
2: Sure. Well, the whole point of an expansion like that, right, is if it's your thing you'd shell out the 30 quid or the 20 quid or whatever okay, for it. If it isn't you. your thing you ignore it and go scan another moon or whatever it is that you're enjoying an elite without the story
1: okay fair enough what were you going to say grant Oh, I was just going to suggest, you know, picturing the uh, scenes from the likes of starship troopers of uh, all the commanders on a battle station that's being attacked by Thargoids, and the Thargoids coming out of their ships and running across the docking pads, and you have to stand there and defend the station. Oh, but <laughs> the, guns <laughs> and,
3: the, the guns of starship troopers were crap, like, weren't they? They fired about 600 rounds of ammunition and
1: didn't actually do anything.
2: Blew one antenna off. <laughs>
1: So sounds like the things from the 18. Then, but you know, when you when you think about it that way, that's the scope of what uh, everybody in the entire game is thinking differently. And you've got yeah. from wanting walking around your ship to have a look and check your cargo and stare out the windows and just have a good old watch, and then you got up to that level. And that level of scale, is a significant game in its own right. That's oh, God, not, yeah. That's not going to be an add-on as much as it'd be epic. Um, how strange is it going to be if you're going into a bar on a really busy station? And it's like, ah, sorry, we're only allowing 16 people in at one time. <laughs> Your name's not Bob. I shouldn't list. laugh, but
2: yeah, we're in a station with, you know, maybe millions of population, of which we can see eight.
0: Yeah, I mean, then the, that takes us back to what I was saying that when you land, the station has to look busy. If you're on a station that's got. Like ten million people living on it, I want to see that it's over. I want to see it's crowded, and I want to see folks arrive. And
2: well, actually, I I could totally see them. Where like, as a commander of your ship, you're basically stuck in the airport purgatory. You know, we maybe you can be. see maybe you can see bits of that bustle going on through windows or airlocks or whatever. But mm-hmm. I don't expect us to be walking through the living quarters. Of so you don't think we're going to get into the
0: habitation ring?
2: Maybe, I, yeah, maybe, people, maybe, people uh, maybe there's out. gameplay there. Maybe you'll get a mission to go hack a terminal.
3: Space burglar. Um,
2: <laughs>
3: well, people have said the interior space of the Coriolis is the same as the uh, land space in GTA V. So, just the, the 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 amount of room there is for stuff oh, inside. Yeah. So, the question is, when I mean, GTA does a does a pretty good job of making a city seem populated, doesn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think so.
3: Um, But again, how much of that mechanic can you add on to the game without it becoming a loading screen simulator? I know GTA is a loading screen simulator, but... (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's funny,
0: though. GTA It's more a case of to get into missions, it's a loading screen simulator. And then to get from a mission to open world, it's a 10 minute go make a cover D loading sim simulator. Um, But I mean, it would be a good way of limiting us, because, I mean, Frontier have gone off and said that as commanders, we're actually viewed a bit like a bunch of thieving gypsy bastards, aren't we?
2: Yeah, we've got all the money and we don't obey anyone's rules. (laughs) So, of course, everybody hates us.
0: So, the general population on space stations and planets don't really want us there. And it would be a good way. They want our money, but they, and it would, but it would be a good way to keep us locked up, as it were, in in and without having to model the entire station.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, also, can you imagine how interesting it would be to go and visit a pirate port somewhere? Or, oh, I love that! You know, a feudal station—that'd be great.
0: I mean, you you know, you want to walk into the cantina bar, don't you?
2: Yeah, exactly. You want to see some weird, you know.
0: Thinking so we don't have any aliens, so we can't go get any book.
1: Sneak on a wedding barge and try and see if you can find. <laughs> <laughs> steal the bride,
0: steal the bride, honeymoon oh. all <laughs> the groom, steal the wedding
1: like ring. That
0: would be hilarious if you could do that. But that's it? the
1: problem. You see, everyone's got different expectations. There's, it's one of these features that Frontier would be better off never releasing because they could never tick the box meet
2: everyone's expectations yeah.
1: always gonna be more people disappointed than are satisfied it's a it's a lose-lose situation for them on on elite feet mm-hmm. um, I, I mean we all have our ideas and, and having epic space battles in a station defending a station from an attack is is, is too juicy but we've never had gameplay like that yet <laughs> so it's think? a bit much to expect it
3: do you think, then, Elite could be a risk of falling into the same trap as Star Citizen, where Star Citizen is trying to be everything to everyone? And the scope of Star Citizen, you know, with the, with the, uh, the walking around, and the docking, everything else like that, is huge. And they keep adding to it, which is why it's so late and so funky. So do you think that's the that's risk? Is that it either delivers such a small subcomponent of our expectations as you know, as to be disappointing, or they just expand the scope and it becomes silly.
1: I just I don't see yeah. it being uh, a feature that can do itself the justice it needs to do in order to be successful. It, it, it right? would it's almost make
2: yeah exactly that. It would almost make a better game that maybe shared the same background sim, but you played as a separate game if you wanted to play the. Defending a space station, shoot like whatever. Eve, whatever its name was. Like
1: yeah. yeah. oh, that content. One, yes. Ooh, ooh. What was that? Like paid content, it's a little extra side game that you can uh, can pay for, and it's got an entirely different uh, um, twenty-something gigabytes so. download. Yeah, but it has the internal sort of database so that the real-world actions happen, and you can interact. That would then solve your control issues, and would also allow what? them so to ignore VR. You fly your ships. Well, no, you would be able to fly your ships, but you wouldn't have. The same degree of mission, so they could cut down spaceflight or whatever. Or, um, I don't know if it even makes sense of being able to flick modes if you own it and just getting your kind of right getting into your ship and then the elite game fires up just too much. It's horrible. My head hurts. I'm glad I'm not a developer of that. Well, I exactly. We don't know. We don't know. Sorry, guys, we don't know. If We knew we would be absolutely a little bit more clued up than we clearly are. And and I think, you know, even at the point of being able to walk around my Type 9 and look out the windows is going to be actually spectacular in the first instance. But, yeah, without the kind of content that we're all kind of salivating over here and making up... Um, it's going to feel like it's unrealized, and, and I think we can all see that to hit those heights is going to be practically impossible given today's technology. Um, but yeah, how awesome would it be if another game that came out was the elite ground controls and, and all that kind of stuff, where your pilot uh, is on their feet and in stations, and the space flight's left to the elite players?
3: Oh, that'd be another job, wouldn't it? You could be elite traffic controller in charge of the space <laughs> Please, just Commander it?
1: Commander Ben Mosswood, would you please put your ass down on the pad? Stop pissing about. Put that cargo. Away. Oh, for God's sake! Right, fire the lasers. <laughs> that w- that would be a
0: lot of fun. Anyway, is there any final thoughts that anyone wants to say before we? We get off this hype and speculation train before we we've obviously taken way too much on your head.
3: Well, I, I think it was I think it was the right thing on Frontier to do. They they knew they were going to cop a lot of flack for it. Yeah, and um, so I think it was the right thing to do. And we've we've had a couple of fun hours um, speculating about you know the why's and wherefores of it. Um, but I think on the whole, I would rather than done it now to get all the. Salt the stuff out of the way sure. and have it taint the release
2: at the end of the year. I t- yeah, I think it's totally realistic. As soon as they oh, it's Zach, hello, Zach. F- would know they they wait doesn't. what?
3: Zach is Zach is in chat. <laughs> so just as we finished talking, about him... <laughs> Zach, it's not too,
0: Zach, it's not too late if you want to come
3: on. Ah, actually, what it was, I think, I think <laughs> Zach has been quiet until we've been nice to him, bet you and he, he was came awesome. on. <laughs> he's been lurking
0: through the past couple of hours and now that we've said we're going to wrap up Zach's come out and said hi hasn't he it's safe to <laughs> if say, if say
3: hi no <laughs> <laughs> if Zach did come on we're going to read out the Trump announcement I think <laughs> I
1: just talk amongst yourself for a second Okay, that's it. So I mean I think I think it's fair to see that uh whatever it is, it's going to be it's not gonna be big enough and good enough to match the expectations of elite feet. And if it is elite feet, it's not gonna be big enough and good enough. I reckon they should just call it now. That's us, we're done. What? Excellent. Thank you everyone. Uh, elite's finished. What? We're moving on to our next game. Um <laughs> We didn't say bad things at all, Zach. We didn't. We were very, we're very excited about what uh, the future holds for Elite, but we just haven't got a clue what's coming next.
2: We're all, we don't have uh, a
1: clue. I a mean, general rule of thumb, we know this.
2: We're excited for Q four update to land, so that F Dev will start mm-hmm. talking more about what they've got planned because it's it's going to be fun finding out. Yeah, even going back to the the missing
3: stuff. I think I'd rather it be missing than put in half-heartedly. Yeah, 100%. 40, buggy. You know, I, so I, I'd um, I've made quite a lot of credits in the last year or so, you know, waiting for a carrier to come so I could, I could get one. Um, But, you know, that's just the way things are. I've now got more credits than I know what to do with. Yeah. So. And now you're not getting a carrier for a while. Uh, I can wait.
0: Yeah, I mean you you you've got to figure. You still have to figure something that you actually want to do with your carrier. You I mean, that, uh, know, that's yeah. apart from park all your fifty bazillion ships in it, and you can park all your fifty bazillion ships
3: where you are anyway. I'd, I'd wanted to block a docking slot. <laughs> right. Just anyway, should, should we dive into the community? Yeah. Okay. Let's let's go on to the next bit, doesn't it?
0: Okie dokie.
3: So, oh, what, what, what yeah, we've got? Yeah, um, yeah. 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 Zack, episode two hundred, part three. Any update? Thoughts on it? <laughs> Poor Zach. Sorry. Let's uh, let's carry on. He's he's left now, probably. He's, <laughs> he's like shit. They've noticed me. Run away. Um. So yeah.
0: Did who added this thing about ghost giraffe? Because I have to admit, I missed this as well. Or is this oh, one okay. of Colin's sneaky things where he, he wrote? I missed this, but Ghost Giraffe and Mars has been out for a while.
2: Yeah, I don't know what that is.
0: Okay, so these th- no does anyone? So I guess this is a Colin thing that he hasn't told us about and added about five minutes before the show started. Um, but yeah, Ghost Giraffe's released a new video, and I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go and see this because I do like his videos. So
2: okay. not familiar with to... Ghost Giraffe, I'll check it
0: out. Oh, Ghost Giraffe has great videos. Um. So, Commander As- uh, uh, Ascorbius has been talking about the Lave Brandy situation. Um, now, this is another video which I haven't seen, so has any- have I any of you guys?
2: I have not seen it. I feel a little bit biased because of the amount of work I've been doing for LR so... Well, yeah, actually,
0: um, just talking about the Lave Brandy situation, uh, Lave is now in lockdown again, unfortunately. Um, but the good news is... Our good friends at the East India Company have got a. I, th- I think it's, it's. I think it is actually an, a known term, and it is a shit ton of brandy on stock. And if you get in touch with me on Discord or anywhere else, really, I can, I can, I can hit you up if you want some brandy. Basically, um, we've we've gone off and we've made a nice little line of credit with EIC. To get our very nice commanders their own brandy if they if they need whilst we're in lockdown. Um, I don't know what Ascorpius has been talking about so and because that's another video I missed, unfortunately. Um this is possibly maybe this is up your street. Um Commander Gluttony Fang went off and killed a Cyclops in a Sidewinder.
2: That sounds and amazing.
0: I have I have seen these and they it's basically is proving that with good flight and the right kit, you don't need a majorly engineered um imperial cutter or uh, federal corvette or whatever to actually do anything with a a Cyclops or with a Thargoid. You you can touch them in all the bad ways and they will get hurt, even in a sidey, And it's a long video, but it's it's good to see and it's a it's a good one. So Is there anything else that we've missed that we want to talk about? I think that's a lot. You think that's a lot? So Alright, well in that case then I guess we'll
1: start wrapping this up and Cargo, can you go and tell us who's outside of life station, please? Before before you do that, though, there's just one thing oh. I'd like to oh, oh oh I'd I'd like to bring up, which of course is all over Twitter and hutton truckers uh, as they are heading into a massive yes. run up for a huge uh, charity drive. It's not a run-up, it's a cycle-up. It's a cycle-up, yes. Mount Tidy is it? It's Bang Tidy is the... No, it's not the name of the campaign. Truckers Up Tidy. There are a number of truckers heading to the active volcano, but not currently... Dormant Volcano? That's one of those things. Anyway, there's a chance they might get burnt to death and therefore it's worth watching.
0: (laughs) No, Are we sorry. getting live feeds and all that kind of
1: stuff from us? We're going to do our best to give a radio feed when they do this, which is in November. Um, it's one of these things uh, where the organisational side of things has been going on for a wee while in the background to make sure that everything is hunky-dory for the guys. And uh, 12, I think it's 12 people cycling 60 miles up this volcano where they will then dismount... Uh, their bikes, and go on a foot and stay overnight in the cabin. So there's lots of uh, fun and games for them, um, which is great because that's going to be a, a huge Hopefully part of the showers event. as well. Yeah, and there's a support vehicle as well. So we want to obviously raise uh, a bit of cash for special effects and uh, Heating Dogs UK, and this uh, charity is going to do that. We set a big target of £10,000 that we hope to raise and uh, we'll get more details in the show notes and probably next week we'll see if we can get some of them on to have a chat about the preparation that's gone in, which hopefully is none, so you get to see <laughs> men really getting to the point of tears on their cycle rides we'll have uh, Flossie on our live stream again, cycling with the pedals on her couch, which was just Freaking hysterical last time. Every time we went over to chatter, he could hear his <laughs> pedals squeaked. Uh, if you want to come and join us as well, we'll get details out of when it's on and how to get involved. Um, I don't think there's any more cyclist places available um, because I, so there was a fixed amount, and uh, yeah, it's, it stands to be a, a real spectacle. Again, uh, the members of the community just showing that one they're freaking mental, and two that they will do anything for charity, and that's a a wonderful thing. So they're doing brilliantly, and I can't wait for uh, that to come. I think it's in. Oh, God, I'll get the details up. I'll get them. I'm trying to find them now, but I can't um, because I'm an idiot. You done? Yeah, done.
0: Okay. Right. Okay. In that case, then Kerbal, do you want to go off and? Let us know who's been lurking outside a live station.
2: Uh, we've got uh, Commander Archimbaust. I'm sure I murdered that pronunciation. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, Commander Miggles, of course, quite often with us. Commander Payne. Uh, I saw Commander Whoever about earlier. Uh, Commander XLA. Commander Amerilil. I'm sure I utterly murdered that too. Um, and that's all the commanders I can see at the moment
0: okie dokie even... I'll do the PlayStation. the
1: PlayStation names. Uh, yeah. Oh, do... you, got, you got? Have you got? Have you got any PlayStation friends? No. Oh. I didn't think it was going to take <laughs> long, but I thought I would just give it a shot. If you're on PlayStation 4, I was outside Live Station tonight. Uh, if you wanted to come and blow me up, um, but
3: <laughs> you don't need any help blowing up, cow, You seem to manage it quite well enough on oh, your no, own. Do you know what?
1: Is that someone? that No, that's not someone. That's someone else's feed below <laughs> mine. Oh, bum! Oh. wee. <laughs> I am so lonely. We do love our PlayStation and our Xbox One listeners as well, though. I just don't think Lave's very popular on the PlayStation. that's the problem? I need like to find out where the hub of activity is. I've no idea.
0: I have no idea. What's
1: It'll be number? around the
3: CG, won't it?
0: That's usually CGs are usually busy in Desert and things like that. Yeah. Maybe
1: next week. Right, well. Find someone like that
0: then. Alright, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> okay Cookie. Right, we still have so we've got LaveCon 2019 coming up at the Stegrick Hall Hotel again on the fourth seventh of July 2019. We have our C This is all com- all random actually. Oh, you've got the CQC Discord for your discerning CQC commander who likes their CQC action when they're playing some CQC and you can get into your CQC action by going to discord.me slash
3: dangerous CQC? CQC? How, so, are, are you paid to say CQC, by the way? I,
0: w- I, wish I, I wish I were being paid to say CQC. I'm just saying CQC, because, you know, CQC. So, yeah. Um, Kurgle, are you wanting to say any more about the pre leave stream that we might be doing about uh, Star Wars Galaxies?
2: Yeah, probably so, Friday. so probably Friday night me and Ben and anyone else that wants to come along and poke Star Wars Galaxies, just prod me on Discord come into the Live Radio Discord server, the link's in the show notes and uh, I will wrangle a bunch of you together and we will figure out something to do and um, if anyone needs help getting set up with the EMU, I will give them a hand
4: Okay,
0: okay, and we'll, so we'll be doing that. What, f- I'm guessing what eight thirty-ish or something like that. Eight eight thirty Friday.
2: Yeah, I think so. We might faff around a little bit before that, getting a few people set up. But I imagine oh, we'll start we, we can probably stream. We can stream that yeah. anyway, can't we? Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: I think some of the some of the the benefit of the stream would actually be seeing how you convert a vanilla installation of Star Wars Galaxies into one that runs nowadays rather than what doesn't run nowadays, I guess.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, basically, you need the thing we can't provide you with if you want to come along and participate. You need the installation CDs for the retail Star Wars Galaxies game. Now, if you can get a hold of those, which will let you install the game client on your computer into a folder... That is all you require the CDs for. Once you have done that, we can point the Star Wars Galaxy's emu client at that install, and it will sort everything out for you.
1: Yep.
0: Um, so are you wanting to pimp your Twitch or anything like that? Because you've got a Twitch, Kogel's got a Twitch, Colin's got a chick Twitch.
2: Uh, no, they're only in the show notes for the printed show notes. not.
0: Okay. Okay. Right. Well, any more for any more. And I'm going to assume that's a no. So in that case, then, that's it for another episode of Lave Radio. If you want to get in touch with the show, then you can email us at info at com. And if if anyone does actually want to email us, we'll probably read it. We'll probably actually read it out on air and say hi to you on air because somebody's actually bothered to email us. Depending Depending what it is. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to give a car blanche there, I suppose. Probably. Um. Or we might just read them out on air and slag them off. That's that's always possible. It could be you know Commander Twatface has sent us an email saying you're all a bunch of useless idiots and what the hell are you playing at with microphones? You should not do And I probably would read that. So do you
3: think we should give them like a letter of the week award or something like that?
0: <laughs> if we only have one letter
3: of then yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah
0: but yeah feel free anyone who wants to send us an email an email we do actually have it and we can actually read it um we are on facebook and people do talk to us there sometimes we are on twitter and people talk to us all the time on twitter um we're on discord at discord.io slash radio and to be perfectly honest that's probably the best way if you want to get in touch with at the very least myself and kurgle and you're you're lurking on discord quite often aren't you shan i am yes um so you know we it's discord's probably the easiest way to actually get in touch with us but you know we, d- we do have email and if anyone wants to email us we'll say hi promise
3: maybe we can't guarantee um, when we'll say hi but we will we'll,
0: <laughs> or, or we'll say hi soon
2: won't we? it'll be the best hello the yes, greatest
0: hello. <laughs> but will it be in q4
2: It'll be in the queue that it's due to land.
0: Right. Okay. So, it'll 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 be there when we when it gets there. That's right. Fair enough. Then. Um, we are also have we've got our Teamspeak server where mental idiots hang out all the time and talk the weirdest shit I've ever heard, and that's mainly Smoky and Grant, actually, isn't it?
2: I think I've only yeah. logged on to our um, TeamSpeak server once, and it was that one time when we just moved to Discord, and then Discord broke. <laughs>
0: uh, okay. So, yeah, you you can go there, and that is Actually, I think possibly, actually, the main reason why it's really disturbing and when I show up is either that I've shown up or it's on a Friday night during Grant's travel show.
1: Well, yeah, if you, if you turn up during the travel show, then it's all bets are off, but... Um, no, generally speaking, is, we've got it? the Filthy Trucker's Bar and we've got the Thargoid and Bar. Uh Thargoid and Bar, you shouldn't expect to have any kind of uh, swearing or stuff and there's plenty of ways of creating your own private rooms if you want to, and there's plenty of rooms there for all the games that might well be played, like Zombicide's on a Sunday and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, check it out. Mm-hmm. It's not I'm a still pushing.
3: I'm still pushing for us to play bridge crew as a radio crew. It's true. Say what? Oh, st- st- um, Bridge Crew, yes.
2: I have that game and I'm totally up for a live radio Bridge Crew session.
0: <laughs> Apparently Andy Pipkin's got an orgy of Discords which he needs to clean out one day.
4: I do, <laughs> hope,
0: I do hope he's got the rubber gloves and the disinfectant for that, because I've seen some Discords. And- yeah, they are kind of scary. Some.
1: I
2: including, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I accidentally stepped <laughs> foot in our Not Safe for Work bar once and rapidly backed out.
0: Surprisingly <laughs> enough, Commander Thane shows up there on a regular basis and interacts with people there, which is probably says up. more about Jarvis than it does about us. I actually think. Uh, but our yes, our and Not Safe for Work channel is definitely labelled Not Safe for Work for a reason, and we'll just leave it at that. So, yeah, Live Radio is live on evenings, and if you're listening to the show live and you're on us on Twitch, you probably know all that. We start at half eight and we finish half ten. Both times are ish. You know, we'll, we'll start half eight-ish, we'll finish half ten-ish, and we'll stream out on liveradiocom slash live. I think that's us, isn't it? Yes, it is. Okay, so, thank you very much to Grant. Thank you very much to Kurgle. Thank you very much to Shan. Thank you very much to all the commanders who've been outside the station. Thank you very much to Zach for showing up. Um, thank you very much to Twitch. I'd like to thank my mother for talking to me the other day.
2: Thanks, um, Ben. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, um, yeah, so until next time anyway, fly safe. <laughs> and if you can, you do that. Fly dangerous.
1: Alnet will be following this broadcast.
5: digest 4th of september 3304 we read the news so you don't have to in this week's news rise of the righteous fleet carriers enter holding pattern all aboard the gnosis human trafficking fears flood colonia a poke in the sagittarius eye rise of the righteous Following last week's revelation that hate campaigner Juanita Bishop plans to run for Federal Congress, Alliance President Gibson Kincaid is seeking to shake up the sleepy backwater of Alliance politics with a major constitutional amendment. Kincaid, one-time Governor of Zeance, where all the money comes from, was elected to the largely ceremonial role of President in 3303 announcing that he'll stand for re-election, Kincaid's platform will see the term for President, increased from two one-year terms up to six years, and the President granted executive powers, effectively making the President more powerful than the Assembly, which is currently led by Prime Minister Edmund Mahan. Mahan was understandably dismissive, describing the checks and balances in the current system as essential for the political stability of the Alliance. More presidential candidates are expected to throw their hats into the ring in the coming weeks. Meanwhile the Alliance elite diplomatic corps has welcomed adherents of the cult of the flying spaghetti monster and all other religious groups to its systems. Stating that it would not oppose the appeal by the Fargod cult for Thargoid hearts and tissue, the AEDC said that while it would not actively participate in an activity that many view as treachery. Neither would it do anything to oppose the appeal. In fact, the AEDC has offered to provide protection to commanders arriving with Thargoid Offal and is offering a free ship makeover to the three most successful participants. Fleet Carriers Enter Holding Pattern In news that will disappoint many, the launch of a new generation of mobile fleet carriers has been pushed back to 3305. The designs have already been subject to a massive cost overrun due to disagreements between the company's manufacturing components for the new ships, and a lack of a clear market has raised questions over their viability. In related news, commanders who've bought lifetime permits and who've been getting increasingly upset that updates and improvements have been made free for all, are to be given a package of paint packs and bobbleheads to make them shut up until the next set of permits goes on sale next year. All aboard the Gnosis. Canon Interstellar has reiterated its intention to jump to the cone sector on schedule this Thursday, despite speculation by the Pilots' Federation that there may be a significant Thargoid presence in the destination system, and despite the permit locking of all the cone sector systems, also allegedly by the Pilots' Federation. Commander Starbeaver, a spokesperson for Cannon, notes that the Gnosis has been targeted by the Thargoids this week, but there has been little or no Thargoid activity near the ship leading to speculation that this might be a false positive. Cannon has welcomed the prospect of a Thargoid horde, bearing down on their fleet carrier following Thursday's jump, as an opportunity to study the creatures in their natural habitat and possibly also to observe interaction between the Thargoids and the alien species that some say live there, the Coneheads. Meanwhile, controversy surrounds the Fuel Rats' decision to offer humanitarian refuelling support to less capable murderers. Antisocial commanders who commit a crime at the Gnosis and get themselves killed are transported to a detention centre in the California Nebula, leaving them up the creek without a fuel scoop, and unable to leave the detention system. However, the Fuel Rats have a policy that they'll refuel anyone, regardless of criminality, and they are therefore assisting commanders to return to the Gnosis to commit further acts of murder. Interpol is believed to be investigating whether the Fuel Rats can be prosecuted as accessories to murder. (laughs) Human Trafficking Fears Flood Colonia Fear has been expressed this week that one of the new engineers in the Colonia region may be a front for a people-smuggling operation. Etienne Dorn, an expert in sensors, scanners and high-energy weaponry, became known to the galactic community last week, along with fellow engineers Petra Olmanova, Marsha Hicks and Mel Brandon. But what makes Etienne Dorn different is that he has been refusing to do business until provided with 25 occupied escape pods. Just what Dorne wants to do with hundreds of cryogenically preserved humans is unclear. He might be using them to create an army of cyborgs. He might be selling them to the Thargoids. He might be experimenting on them. It might be something a little bit kinky. Whatever it is, it seems likely to be at best unsavoury and at worst downright illegal. Commanders in Colonia, both of them, are warned to have no dealings with this disreputable character. A poke in the Sagittarius eye. After Sagittarius Eye went offline last week, details have been emerging of the attack that silenced the media. Sagittarius Eye, which is based in Lave Station in the Lave system, claims that it was bombed by Thargoid sensors, hidden in a consignment of printer cartridges, by an organisation calling itself Alchemy Den, which is calling for greater unity amongst factions in the face of the alien threat calling for us to put aside our differences and to work together rather than, in the words of the organisation, having tantrums in a sandbox. It's unclear how attacking a centre for journalism will achieve this end. The small number of Sagittarius I staff who were in Lave Station at the time of the attack are being treated for smoke inhalation. Sagittarius I has committed to trying to remain on the air and is using a loaned Type 10 Defender and an emergency mobile com ray while remaining constantly on the move to avoid further attacks by moderate terrorists. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to.